Hello, I want to bring you a little message today about people pleasing. I live in the Midwest um, where we are nice to everybody and doing for everybody almost to a fault that sometimes I laugh as there is a three-way stop in the town that I live in and I will pull up there before somebody else and so often um, are after somebody else I should say and so often People are waving me by. It's just seriously like this niceness everywhere to a fault. And um, so a little bit about people-pleasing. People-pleasing is deeply embedded in our culture. I personally feel that I came through a lot of my people-pleasing in school. I wanted to do well and get good grades to get that praise from teachers and from other people. It extended into um, high school, definitely into even choosing my career. Um, when I would tell people I was going to college to become a special education teacher, they would just say how lovely that was. And um, I, of course, wanted to help people. And I liked, I seriously thrived off that praise. I thought if other people thought I was doing good, then I was doing well. That's how I measured my success. And then I got stuck up in this people-pleasing to putting others before myself always. And, you know, we kind of think that that's a good thing. Like, I'm a kind person. I enjoy helping others. I always put others before myself. But then what it leads to is that, leads to some bitter feelings. Um, think of a time in your life where you have maybe done that, like, oh no, it's okay, it's fine, I can do that. And you're putting more stress on yourself and you tell this person, <laughs> this acquaintance, like, it's fine, I can do it. More stress on yourself. And as you're home with your family, you're freaking out, yelling at everybody, stressed about all these things you have to do. And we don't really want to admit that, like, we took it on ourselves. We chose to do that. Um, this has to do a little bit with overwhelm and such as well. And this conditioning, this thought of, like, I'm supposed to say yes. I'm supposed to show up a certain way in life in order to be accepted, in order to be a good person. Like, we tell ourselves that we have to put other people's needs before our own. In fact, I'm not joking about this, but I have, now that I've been trying to be aware of this, I see people pleasing coming up even in my relationship with my kids. Um, I really want them to be happy and sometimes I put their needs first to the detriment of myself, which actually ends up being to the detriment of them because A, what am I teaching them if I teach them that my needs don't matter? And B, there becomes a point when it's too much and I end up losing my crap. I end up yelling at everybody because I've given so much of myself away until there's nothing left and I became so depleted. Um, I've also seen it when they have friends over. I found myself like saying yes to things or wanting these other kids to feel happy and not feel comfortable. Um, the truth is that none of this serves us. None of it. Not that this means that we can't help people and we can't be kind to them, but we can from a place of taking care of ourselves first 
and then helping others. And when we do that, it just comes from a much better place where there isn't this bitterness, there isn't hard feelings about it, and it isn't me leading to exhaustion, overwhelm, and not being myself. We talk about this a lot in my family because my husband and I have just kind of grown and had lots of talks about we are responsible for our own happiness. I used to want to make him so happy and wait for him to give me permission to take care of myself, but truly, I'm the one that knows when I need something and I need to learn how to speak up for myself and not be, I mean, it's kind of being a martyr when we're a people pleaser, like, oh no, it's fine, it's okay, and truly inside, we are like, I don't know, dying, screaming, like, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. So um, being able to speak up for ourselves, I'm going to share with you a really crazy story of how people pleasing can be detrimental and how it could show up in the craziest places. So I get my hair cut by a wonderful, amazing friend, not even cut, styled, let's call it. She has done my hair since I was in high school. She um, went to high school with me and she always did my hair for homecoming, prom, anything. We were wrestling cheerleaders together. She's been doing my hair for a long time. She did my wedding hair. Um, She has done my hair forever. And just recently, so just recently, when I'm already deep into this people-pleasing work and taking care of myself, this is something that happened. I had always set my haircuts up for every six weeks. I had gotten a shorter haircut, still set my haircut up for every six weeks. It would come time to get my haircut again. The six weeks would be up and I'm like, gosh, I'm taking care of myself, getting my haircut regularly. And I was like, gosh, I don't know that I'm really ready for a haircut. Like I'm loving my hair right now, but I can't cancel on her now. That would be such an awful thing to do. And I wouldn't cancel and I'd show up and I'd be like, I don't really want any cut, but she's like, so just clean it up. You know, she's like probably confused as to why I'm there. And I'm like, yeah, sure, sounds good, whatever you think. This is my hair. I'm the one living like this. I show up to her. You know, like, what is she supposed to think? So she cuts it a little. I go home. I hate my hair. I'm struggling with my hair. It's too short. But I'm not even realizing it. I'm, I seriously told myself, like, I don't know. I feel like she's cutting it different. Like, what is wrong? Like, I was getting kind of frustrated, felt like something was going on. And the truth is, is it was me. It was me getting a haircut when I didn't need a haircut. Then of course my hair is going to be shorter and I'm not going to love it. But I'm doing it because otherwise I feel like I'm going to hurt her feelings. Which in all actuality, any time that I have had to cancel an appointment. I'm not like a frequent person that does it or just check in with somebody and be real about something like especially in this case like I'm really sorry I'm just not ready for a haircut. I mean this amazing beautiful woman works her butt off. She doesn't even have time for lunch. Do you think 
that if I would have canceled, she would have been really out that amount of money? No. I think she would have been more relieved, like, okay, that's all right. Got a little time to breathe. It's not like I wasn't getting my hair colored, so it wasn't like I was canceling this big, long appointment. It was like a simple haircut. I think she would have been okay with it. And obviously, she wants me to be happy with my hair, and she wants me out on the streets like with a nice haircut when I say that I go to her. So sometimes our people-pleasing, a lot of times, can be really detrimental. Um, in this way, like I wasn't serving her. Um, I should have just said, you know what? I'm not ready for a haircut. And thankfully, like I realized this and I, you know, I've talked to her. I haven't told her this whole story. It'd be funny if she hears it, but, um, just said, you know what? I think I need to wait longer between my haircuts. And it kind of like smacked me upside the head. Like, why didn't I just realize this? And here I am deep in my poop pleasing. So I would love for you to look at areas in your life where you might be people pleasing to your detriment and start playing around with what it might look like if you were no longer doing things just to people please. What if you really checked in with yourself and asked, is this really what I want? Because it's, I mean, it comes back to the whole like airplane thing, put on your own oxygen mask first, all that stuff. We hear it, we teach it, but are we really living it? And that it's okay to say no. And if it feels uncomfortable to say no, you know what I have learned in my process, what I had to do first is just say, you know what? I'm not sure right now. Let me check my schedule. You know what? I don't know if that will work. Let me check with my husband. Let me... and. It's really not a case where my husband tells me what I can and can't do. It was like my out, my my time to giving myself time and space to check in to see if something was really right for me or not. And I stopped like I just practiced becoming a good listener and really showing up and listening instead of having to be a fixer of other people's problems. Because I can be here, I can support and I can guide, but truly People have to fix their own problems. Um, it's the same thing of when we go in and um, we'll go to like show up at other countries, let's say, or in other environments or think we can like help people in poverty by giving them our answers. And we can't. We really can't solve anything that way. We've got to show up, ask the questions and guide the people to solve their own problems because they're the ones that know more about it. They're deep in it and people have to be ready to solve their problems. And of course that means like we can be there and we can support, but we can't tell people what they have to do. So um, yeah, think about where you can, um, where that people pleasing shows up and um, start seeing if you can shift shift into taking care of yourself first, pausing before you react, and see where it gets you. See how it might change your relationships and um, help connect even deeper. If you would like 
more um, support through this, guidance through this, with this and things like this, creating a life you love, check out my monthly membership program called Grow Your Own Practice because your life is your own practice, your own experiment, and you get to grow in your own way at www.christylangman.com slash grow. Thank you for listening.